Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello, everyone. On today's podcast, I spoke to Stephen Wallace. Yes, Stephen Wallace, the international director of the Jockey Club, about the two-day Henry Cecil Open Weekend due to be held at the Home of Racing on Saturday the 18th of September and Sunday the 19th of September. Thanks for joining me on the Paddock and the Pavilion, Stephen, to talk about the Henry Cecil Open Weekend. Good morning, Stephen. This is going to be a lot of fun. I've spent my life being told stop talking to yourself and now I really get the opportunity for Stephen Wallace to speak to Stephen Wallace and nobody can say I'm talking to myself. No that's obviously the same for me it's a, a, a first for me so. Uh, we've met a few times in the museum and had a few laughs in the museum. That's and right but as a key member of the organising committee when did work start on the 2021 event? Um, to be honest it's a year-round process the the, the unheralded star of the Open Weekend is Alice Cooper, who works on it most of the year round. And we spent a long time after the virtual Open Weekend last year of having to plan for another virtual Open Weekend or what we hope would be a welcome back to Newmarket Weekend. And luckily, we're uh, careering headlong towards a welcome back to Newmarket Weekend and hoping lots of people will come next Sunday. Of course, last, as you said, last year was, was a virtual event. Uh, how did that go as a virtual event? Remarkably well. Um, again, thanks to the help of a lot of people. And being able to use um, websites, etc., and being able to go and film uh, various uh, things that the public don't see and get a better insight for them actually worked in our favour. Two highlights for me were... William Haggis's uh, talk of, um, in his yard and it's showing some of the kit that he uses and also the, the, the explanation from one of the vets of veterinary procedures. You know, that could, that, enough, 
they could never be done to such a degree and, and so well with people in, in, in the veterinary practice. It worked better online in many ways. We've still got those films available. We may well put them up, up again next year, but not, not this year. And how important is the Newmarket um, Open Weekend in National Racehorse Week to Newmarket? Well, it, it's the Henry Cecil Open Weekend. The first thing I should say is that but the Open Weekend has changed its name, changed its name for the last couple of years. It is to honour and remember Sir Henry and the impact he had on Newmarket, and it will always be known as the Henry Cecil Open Weekend. Um, and as part of National Racehorse Week, Richard Phillips, who's, uh, who was the originator of the concept of National Racehorse Week, had a chat with me months ago saying, look, I've got this idea, I've got this idea, I probably want to do it in the summer. And then just his talking with other people, not just myself, the, the concept arrived of, well, the two, two of the three biggest open weekends, uh, Malton, which is today, uh, and uh, New, the Henry Cecil open weekend, which is next Sunday. And that maybe if National Racehorsing Week was built around starting at the ledger uh, and and Doncaster and and moving forward and ending with the Henry Cecil Open Weekend. And if other things could move on around those dates, you've got the basis of not damaging what already exists, but enhancing what already exists. So things like Epsom moving their Open Weekend from August Bank Holiday to to, to today Sunday today. Uh, uh, adds to the whole. It won't damage Epsom because it gets them more prof- profile and more publicity. Uh, the one big open weekend we couldn't meet, move, obviously, was Lambourne, which is very much fixed to Good Friday. And it wouldn't have made sense to move it then. However, there are some Lambourne yards that are opening during National Racehorse Week. And I, I hope that the whole concept of what Richard came up with will will do do on a national scale what Henry Cecil Open Weekend tries to do on a relatively local scale, which is show horse racing in a good light. There is so much that is positive about racing, but a lot of it is behind the scenes. Um, and the care that which animals, our, our horses are looked after in, in the yards is something we can be very proud of. Uh, it, you know, the good far outweighs the dreadful occasional bad. And to me, the biggest joy of open weekends is the pleasure that racing staff get get from talking about their charges, talking to the public, um, being seen by the public and how well they are looking after their horses. So National Racehorse Week, fantastic initiative started by Richard Phillips. Uh, Henry Cecil Open Weekend, delighted to be part of it. Well, thank you for that, Stephen. It's a very good point to put across. Coming up on this podcast, you will hear from Tracy Harding at Discover New Market, Carol Bramhill at the British Racing School, trainer John Berry, and Sue Malloy at the National Horse Racing Museum. But could you give me an insight into what you've got planned on Saturday and Sunday? I certainly can. I think the best way of describing the Henry Cecil Open weekend is that New Market opens its doors. Uh, anyone involved in horse racing, in Newmarket is welcome to join in. Nobody has to. And this year we've got over 30, we've got 30 stables opening plus other equine attractions around the town. So it's quite a show. Saturday, 
funnily enough, the action starts at the National Stud and and the National and and the Horse Racing Museum. Uh, the National Stud will have tours on Saturday next Saturday morning. Um, so too will the Jockey Club rooms have tours of the art collection. The National Stud actually is already sold out. Um, the Jockey Club rooms, I believe, uh, is close to selling out, but turn up and you should be able to. You hopefully people get on a tour. Then around midday, I think it's half past twelve on Saturday, there is a hack class at the museum for the trainers' hacks in the Sir Peter O'Sullivan Arena. Uh, and after that, there is a display uh, by the retraining of racehorses. To give me a feel of what the Henry Cecil weekend means for Newmarket, I caught up with Tracy Harding, the manager of Discover Newmarket. Well, it's just a fantastic weekend for residents, for our visitors, and for the whole family of Newmarket. So there's so many different elements of the industry. And this weekend just brings everybody together. So the committee is wide reaching, lots of representatives on there, and they've been working hard all year and Discover Newmarket sits on that committee. And, and then it culminates obviously in these this amazing weekend where there are so many things going on. So if you're if either whether you're in racing or on the edge of it or really never dipped into it before, this is your opportunity to really find out the essence of Newmarket. Thank you, Tracy. And you have tours of the National Stud on Saturday. And I spoke to one of your tour guides, Frankie McGee, about what Discover Newmarket have planned. Discover Newmarket do tours um, from February around to October. Now, the tours that we're going to do at the National Stud on the Saturday, which I think is the 18th, um, going to be at 10.30 and at 1.30. What it actually includes... When you arrive at the National Stud, the car park is signposted, and there you go. You meet the guide, which could be any one of us, at the coffee shop. By the way, the coffee shop isn't open at the moment, but fingers crossed it will be one day soon, but not for this weekend. So you meet your guide at the coffee shop, and you get on to one of the Discovery New Market National Stud buses. And we drive into the centre of the of the stud where you will meet some of the stallions and learn all about the covering what i like to say it's a baby making farm because that's what it is it is the breeding of new foals so you're told how it's all done learn about the birds and the bees also will take you round to the foaling unit and in the foaling unit you'll be explained to about how long it takes for a foal to be born, what happens when it's born, and why it's so gangly when it first is born. The foal can stand up within a couple of minutes after being born. And an unusual fact, the legs that we all think, oh, goodness me, they're so long, they're about 80% fully grown. It's the head, the body, the neck that then grow into the legs. You'll be told how they go. I'm not going to tell you too much because I want you to go on a tour. But you'll be told how they start life, how they're introduced into the big wide world. And then after a while, they go into a nursery paddock with their other foals and mares. So they start socialising. Then when they're weaned, 
well explain to you what happens before they go to somewhere like Tattersalls to be sold at the yearling sales. We'll also tell you how the stud developed, how it started, what really happened and why it's there. So please, please come along, Stephen, you've got to come along, come along to one of the tours at the National Stud on the 18th for the Henry Cecil weekend. How long are the tours? How the tours, they last approximately 90 minutes. Um, and that's a good time. 90 minutes, 10.30 and 1.30. I also caught up with Sue Malloy, the yard manager at the National Horse Racing Museum, to find out what is going on at the museum over the weekend. Well, on the Saturday at 12pm, we have the Al Shakab ROR Hacks class, which is any of the trainers' hacks um, can come down, ridden by uh, usually a member of their team, um, as a showing class. Uh, we've obviously with rosettes for the winners, and yeah, it's a good a good class. Gets lots of the uh, uh, local trainers involved and all that stuff. That is followed by the ROR Tattersalls Amateur Showing Class. So our local um, ROR coordinator uh, is putting this together for any local riders who now have an X racehorse that's registered with the ROR charity. Um, and they can come down and do a showing class again. I think that qualifies them for the next level up. Yeah, because the museum is a, a showcase yard for the ROR. It's very important to uh, let people know what the ROR does. Absolutely. So all our horses that are actually stabled here as well have to be X-race horses. Uh, the ones that are here for some retraining are uh, registered with the ROR charity. Uh, and they make a donation every year to help with the running of the yard. And we uh, are basically their showcase yard here. So visitors can come and learn all about retraining of racehorses and what the charity does. And we've also got uh, Batash, the top uh, Group 1 and Royal Ascot winning sprinter at uh, the National Horse Racing Museum. We have indeed. Uh, really, really lucky to be able to have him for a few days. He's actually coming in early part of next week to settle in for a few days. He is still quite race fit, um, but he absolutely adores people, apparently. So he will, I'm sure, be a, a massive hit for people who will come and be able to see him sort of up close and personal. So he'll be there both days on Saturday and Sunday? He will indeed, yes. And, and what else is there to see at the fabulous five-acre site at Palace House Stables over the weekend? Okay, so there's, uh, there's always the simulator, the racing simulator that people love to have a go on. So have a go at riding your own racehorse. There's all the museum uh, galleries and the exhibitions, including a fairly new exhibition, uh, which is all about national hunt racing. Obviously, there's Batash and the other horses our side, and we'll be doing the regular behind-the-scenes tour on Sunday. Um, and you know you can come and learn about X-race horses and see them in the paddocks, and again see all the other horses up close personal as well. Um, we've got the Tap Room Restaurant that will be open, and also Ben's Bakery. If you just want takeaway stuff, yeah. So lots, lots of stuff to see and do. Um, can take a whole day or a few hours. It's half price over the open weekend, so it's only seven pound fifty. Um, a ticket they can be upgraded to annual passes as well and um, so you can come any amount of times during the year 
um, and see all the different exhibitions and take your time and different horses and things like that. So lots and lots of stuff to see and do. Sounds like it. And under 16s are all free as well. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. And, and it must be a day you look forward to yourself or two days you look forward to. Two days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's always um, a, a big weekend. So there's lots of stuff to sort of organise and, and to get sorted. But it, it's fantastic. And it will be lovely to see the site sort of full of people again, you know, after, our, after the lockdowns. So, yeah, really important to get people back out and about again. Lovely day. And Sue, can you just remind everyone where Palace House Stables is in Newmarket? Yep, we're on Palace Street, which is parallel to the um, to the High Street. Um, from TK Maxx uh, shop, you walk down Palace Street there and we're just on the left. And plenty of parking nearby? Parking in TK Maxx car park or also in the All Saints Road car park. Both of those are really, really close to, to the museum. And now back to Stephen. Uh, the main focus on Saturday is the, the horse racing up on the Rowley Mile. Uh, Newmarket returns to the Rowley Mile from the July course. Um, and it's the race day with a difference. We have seven guest commentators taking part in the Henry Cecil uh, Commentator Challenge. Stephen, have you ever thought of commentating? No, I've never done that, no. <laughs> one year, would you like to one year? Would, would you like to have, I've done it, it's terrifying, but would you like to have a go at it maybe next year? Um, yeah, you're putting me on the spot here. I've but, you uh, on the hot there. <laughs> it's it, normally but, me asking but, questions. It sounds very yeah, daunting. Well, no, well, no, well the, the answer is you're probably having less. Uh, I was given 24 hours notice to do it, which, which was probably better than having a year's notice. Anyway, we have six of the younger Newmarket trainers taking part. Um, Ed, Ed Crisford, um, J- um, James Ferguson, George Bowie. Kevin Philippa Defoy, Tom Clover, um, and, and then we have one, um, should we say, ringer, be a good appropriate racing expression. In last year's open, uh, virtual open weekend, we ran a public challenge, a public vote for a member of the public to be chosen as the best commentator on a, on a virtual race. It was all done virtually. And the winner, Danny Archer, who was brilliant, uh, his prize was to commentate live on a race uh, at Newmarket this year, and he'll be commentating uh, next Saturday uh, on, on a race at, uh, live at Newmarket. And he really is uh, a good commentator. Uh, whether he whether he can do what William Haggis has done, which is to win the commentator challenge a second time, uh, William's not in it this year, so he can't win. We'll see. But the trainers, it's great that the trainers are taking part. They're doing so, they're raising money for Racing Welfare and our other charities by doing so. You can go on to Just Giving pages to choose your favourite trainer. And one of the seven will win uh, a lovely little uh, trophy that is quite appropriate, uh, binoculars uh, on a, on a, uh, mounted on a, on a plinth um, for the Henry Cecil Commentator Challenge uh, next week, which we've been, we're very grateful, Dr. Johnny Hon, who as horses and training here in Newmarket has kindly sponsored for us. I think racing starts at 1pm on Saturday. Yeah, it's quite an early start. We're still, you know, the, 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 the nights are drawing in, so one o'clock's the first race. 
um, it'd be a, a good fun day's racing. And this the Cesaro, which Charlie, it's we may have guest commentators, but it's it's like always a, on the rally mount. What goes on the green stuff is serious. So go along and enjoy high quality racing. Then we move to Sunday. Uh, starts at eight o'clock. Get up bright and early uh, for Warren Hill gallops. The public are allowed onto Warren Hill, and we have a PA system so that various trainers can talk about their horses as they come up the uh, come up the war- come up Warren Hill. Uh, stars uh, already known about uh, subject to the weather. Um, but John Gosden, John Fendi Gosden are supporting us again by bringing three of their stable stars up, Mishrif, um, Palace Pier and Stradivarius. So that will be a, a spectacle in itself. There will be other trainers coming up, some leading, uh, some well-known, some of the smaller ones. Any of the trainers who want to bring horses up Warren Hill, we, we, we welcome to. It's a chance to also, of course, for some of the smaller trainers to sell shares in syndicates and show the horses off. So the public want to see the stars, but also it's an opportunity to see the, the huge range of trainers who use Warren Hill in the morning and have them talking about their horses. And at nine o'clock, the 30 yards open. The museum, of course, is open both days. Um, the yards are open until half past 12. Sidebin Soror is only open until half past 10. One of them will be at Beverly House Stables, home to experienced trainer and former Newmarket Mayor John Berry. John, what makes the Henry Cecil Open Weekend special for Newmarket? Well, I, th- I think the aspect of it, which you've just mentioned, I, I think it's the stables being open. That's always, you know, that, that's its, its core, core ingredient. Uh, there are plenty of other things going on, but, um, you know, from my point of view, that's far and away the biggest because that's what I'm involved in, everything stable. But uh, you get, it's been going on for years now and you get so many people come and, uh, you know, the feedback we get is we do love the opportunity to go and see the horses in their home environment. It's so rewarding opening up and having people come to see and clearly in enjoying, enjoying, you know, because, you know, race, there's racing every day of the year bar two, two or three, isn't there? So, you know, there's plenty of opportunities to go and see the horses on the race course, but um, for, for most people to see them in their home stable is, is a a lot of people find it a real treat and it's it's lovely i mean from my point of view i'm always a little bit almost don't like saying an open day from my point of view i'm open any day of the year if anyone wants to get in touch and say i'd love to see a state we're coming to newmarket on whatever date could we come and see visit the stable the answer is you know pretty much invariably yes i mean if it's a day when i've got to leave for the races eight o'clock in the morning it might be difficult but the answer is always yes so you know i don't want the open day to suggest people to think that we're not open every other day of the year because we are but that's a day when you know people are positively encouraged to come and it's it's great to see them so it's a day you look forward to i do yes it's um hearing when you say that it's uh, gosh it starts quite early on there's always a fair bit get morning stables finished by then there's always a few horse to be exercised it's it's an early start be tiring day but it's you always end up the day thinking well that's just that's just lovely that people wanted to you know interested enough to come and come and see what goes on here and you know clearly seem to have enjoyed doing so no it's, uh, i always enjoy what do you offer at beverly house to the visitors i think people who came to this stable and i hope to any of the other 29 i hope they get a friendly welcome people to chat to any questions they have to be asked an opportunity to see the horses in their home environment
but you know that's 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 obviously you know the big attraction is seeing the horses but i'd like to add that you know hopefully a friendly welcome is thrown in and um, from Newmarket's uh, top weather forecast, uh, what's the weather going to be like on Sunday and the weekend? Well, hopefully we're going to be okay. hopefully we're going to be okay. Um, but you know, there's one thing happens in Britain as the weather changes. So the fact that the weather's okay in advance of a particular day doesn't mean it's going to be. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But we've had over the years we've had days when lovely sunny days. We've had days when it's rained, but you know, it's ultimately. If people like seeing horses, they like seeing horses, whatever the weather. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll be open. We'll be open. We'll be open. Hopefully, people will be enjoying themselves, whatever it is. Thank you. I, w- I would like to say, I think when the open day comes around every year, what we mustn't forget is that the whole concept of the open Newmarket Open Day, the credit's 100% for Luke Kamani. He was the first trainer in the town to have an open day in the 1980s. He had an open day which was hugely popular. And from that, from his brainchild, stemmed the Newmarket Open Day, which still happened in the 90s. Um, and it was, for reasons which even at the time didn't seem valid, it was discontinued for, for a while. But it's, it's last years it's been resuscitated, which is great. But as I say, it's, it's, we've all, we've, anyone that enjoys the Newmarket Open Day, Newmarket Open Weekend, we should all, all remember that that it was Luca Kamani that got the ball rolling in the first place. And, you know, it was, as I say, just one person opening, opening his yard. Um, and, you know, from that, from that acorn, a big, big oak has formed. And, you know, now there's a lot of yards open. Back to Stephen for a travel update and more news of Sunday's attractions. Uh, there are buses that go round the town for people. There's free parking on several's. You can park anywhere else in the town. I think the public, the, the council's car parks do charge, but everywhere else is free. There is a bit of parking on Hamilton Road, uh, where several yards are open this year. But the buses are based at the Severals, and there are different routes. It's very clear which buses go, go where, uh, and they go in loops. And so, for example, if you wanted to go to Hamilton Road, get the bus from uh, the Severals up to Birdcage Walk, where David Simcock is, and then there are buses that go up and down the Hamilton Road. One of them also goes out to Exning, where Gay Kellaway and Daryl Holland um, uh, is at, uh, Gay, Gay Kellaway and Daryl Holland are opening their yards. They're beautiful yards; those yards out in Exning. But it, but there's a bus service that will take you there and back. It'll be a be an absolute fun morning. Uh, then at lunchtime, half past twelve, there's a talk at Tattersalls on how you look what you look for when you're buying horses at sales and then from one o'clock things move back to the severals where we have um, a dog show people can bring their dog and take part in the dog show there is terrier racing in memory of uh, somebody you and i both knew and both had huge respect for jane uh, o'shea, jane, O'Shea. Uh, jane was the queen of terrier racing and it's totally appropriate that we're running the terrier racing uh, in her memory. And I think it's lovely that all the Discover Newmarket guides who work with her, they may have one race for just Discover Newmarket guides and their dogs uh, to honour um, Jane. And uh, well, I very much hope that race happens and it will be a, a good chance for we in the Newmarket race, racing community to, to remember Jane and how much she did for all of us and how much she was a key part of that community. And Discover Newmarket manager and committee member Tracy Harding filled me in on the details. 
Jane O'Shea was one of Discover New Markets tour guides and was a very popular and very entertaining guide. And sadly, she passed away um, unexpectedly um, early 2020. Uh, she was a very popular and well-known community figure amongst the racing community. And so it's really, really fitting that this year's Terrier Racing um, is in, in dedication of, of her because she was a great dog lover as well as being a great horse lover. She worked for William Haggis's Yard for many, many years, um, and that's why she was so well known. Um, it was very um, obviously unfortunate that her funeral was, was during lockdown, and so it was limited the amount of people who could attend. But anybody who knows her uh, and was there on the day of the funeral knows that the, the streets of Newmarket were literally lined with hundreds of people. That's how much she, she mattered to so many people in Newmarket. So we're really, really pleased that uh, this year um, she would have been there at the open weekend. She was a great supporter and she would have been there um, helping organise the terrier racing. Uh, she had a couple of terrier racings, races and she was an East Anglia Boarded Terrier Club member and very active in that. So it's really fitting that uh, it's in memory of her this year and the Discovery New Market team are actually having a Jane's race. So we're bringing all our dogs along and uh, doing something for Jane because uh, we weren't all able to attend the funeral and do our bit then. So she's very much dear to our hearts and to a lot of people. So I think it's a really, really nice part of the open weekend to recognise that. Oh, thanks for that, Tracy. I worked with Jane at the uh, National Horse Racing Museum and she was much loved by all visitors and all the staff there as well. It's a really nice thing for them to do, really, really nice. I think William Haggis is writing a, a piece in the programme, dedication to her, I understand. So that must be coming. We must be able to see copies of that very shortly. It will be signed off by now. Back to Stephen for more news of Sunday. Um, on, in the main arena, we also have Pony Club Games with four stables competing each other in what will be very competitive Pony Club Games. And then we have the what we call the Racing Celebrity show jumping with trainers, jockeys, uh, and some trainers or jockeys, children involved, uh, which leads to our, which is the grand finale of the day. So you've got great variety on, on, on both days, really, especially on Sunday afternoon. The, the, there is great variety. And as, as I said, we are inclusive. Anybody involved in Newmarket, I should say also on Saturday, the racing school is open. Uh, and it is well worth a visit if you're coming to Newmarket. Go up there before racing and have a look at how, we as a sport train young people, some of whom have never ridden before, into being capable of overcoming jockeys, stable staff. Uh, there are also courses up there for trainers, uh, uh, loads of courses for different people in the industry. Spoke to Carol Bramhill, their operations manager. What have you got planned for the Henry Cecil Open Weekend? So as part of the Open Weekend, we'll be open on the Saturday morning, that's before racing. So people can come and see us. They will have tours of the yard, so where you can have a look around and meet all our horses and see our facilities. But there'll also be opportunities to see our young people ride. So our young people will be riding on the round canter and the straight canter. And rather than make you run all the way up beside them, you can catch a ride in our minibus that goes with the instructor alongside the horses. And you can hear the instructions that will be taught to the young people while they're riding. And hopefully you'll see all the good things and you won't see anybody get run away with a fall off. But I'm sure there's lots of people who would like to see the spills as well as the thrills if they got a chance. So you're going to find out what it's like to be trained at the British Racing School? Yes, 
yeah so you'll get to meet the, the young people um they'll be dotted around the yard having a chat with you we'll probably have some well we will have some tea and coffee and snacks and bits and pieces for sale up here as well um we'll have our merchandise on we'll have our simulators going where hopefully we'll get some jockeys from Newmarket to come and produce a little demonstration of, of um, what it's like to ride the simulators and with some what bikes and things. And our neighbours down the road, the Indian Jockeys Fund, they're open as well. So part of our jockey training facility is shares a building with them. So it'll be nice to be able to do a tour of the IJF while you're here as well. Yes, good advert there for the IJF. Uh, I think they're open also at nine o'clock like you are. What, what time are your tours? Um, so we're open from nine until one and our dedicated tours are at ten and a half eleven. Uh, but don't worry if you can't come along at those exact times. There'll be plenty to see and plenty going on anyway. So people can just come along. They don't need to book or anything. No, no need to book. And there's plenty of parking available on site. And just remind us where you're, where you're situated in Newmarket. We're on the Snailwell Road. So if you came out of Newmarket and went past Godolphin and James Anshaw's yards and carry on under the first uh, railway bridge, then you'll see us on the right-hand side of a signpost. And now back to Stephen. Uh, we, we believe anyone in Newmarket who's involved in racing, who wants to be involved, is welcome. It then leads us with a huge challenge of how the hell we, we, we pull the whole thing together. And I think we've got more on this year, which is making me go greyer uh, than we've had in any previous years. But the key is it's fun. It shows our sport behind the scenes, hopefully in a good light. And it gives fans of our sport uh, an insight that many other sports are incapable of giving. Um, just logistically, they can't. We can and we are. And we're doing it this year in conjunction with National uh, Racehorse Week, and it's happening all around the country, which can only be good for the sport. And the two-day event also supports charity. What what charities are you supporting this year? Yeah, uh, well, our, our main charity every year is uh, Racing Welfare, and then we also make donations to two or three other charities. This year, it is to the new Newmarket Pony Academy, which is a community project up at the racing school to teach people from outside of racing, from no racing background, how to ride, and get them in, engaged with the horse uh, as, as um, a, a, an animal to love, adore, and enjoy working with and, and being around. Uh, and the other charity we're supporting is a, a community, local community one linked to the Yellow Brick Road um, restoration project, uh, which will benefit an awful lot of people in the town when it's done. All sounds good. But uh, what's the, the cost of a ticket and where can people get them from? Well, on the day, uh, you, you, it, it's a risk. So on, when you go on Saturday, uh, it, you just make a donation. Uh, racing, of course, you, you have to pay for. But if you go to any of the attractions that are at North Saturday, you make a donation. The museum itself uh, it's free to see the retraining of racehorses and, and the Alshakab hack class, uh, but to go into the museum, it's a half price uh, uh, day of £7.50. Um, if on Sunday uh, a wristlet gets you into everything, uh, that wristlet on the day costs £17. The official programme is £3. The official programme is 96 pages long, A4 glossy document, well, very good value for £3. And I would encourage people uh, to get one because it's got a map 
uh, of where all the yards are. It's got uh, details of all the bus routes and it's got a profile on every trainer and every activity that's open. Um, you can buy wristlets on Sunday at the Severals, at the museum, uh, at all, each of the yards. At the first yard you enter, if you haven't got a wristlet, they won't let you in, but they'll very happily take your money. Um, most yard, well, virtually every yard will have to take cash. Um, we can't have, we can't get cash card, cash machine, card machines at every site. We are hoping that the main car park on the Severals uh, will be in range for a sufficient uh, 4G technology for a card machine to work for those who want to pay by card. But until we get there on the day, we won't know. Um, and in the afternoon, there are on the Severals, there are catering concessions uh, and also an ice cream van if it's going to be lovely boiling weather as, as we all hope for. We haven't, I haven't dared look at the weather forecast yet, but I can just hope and pray we have a good day. Now, I asked John Berry earlier in the podcast about the weather, and he, he said, whatever the weather, people will still come and enjoy all the attractions you've got lined up for the two days. He's, he's spot on. We've had, uh, that's very kind of John to say that, we, we have had wet open days, and we've had glorious sunny ones. And the reality is when it's glorious, gloriously sunny, we probably have double, double, double the number of people turning up. Uh, but I just admire and... Uh, love the fact that people will still turn out for the, the view behind the scenes in our sport in, in not very nice weather. It shows what loyal fans we have in, in racing. And it's, it's great to be able to give them something they wouldn't normally be able to get. And that it's great that they come along knowing they're raising money for charity. Finishing your, your question about charity, we have a track record now of distributing around £50,000 um we have for the last few years uh, and that's our target to, to beat that bit again this year people turn up we will so let's hope we have a nice weather well sounds like you've got everything planned there but you've also got a, a website the henry cecil openweekend.co.uk where people can get more information yep and we're very active on social media and we we as again we we, we any comments we grace gratefully receive we, we we, we can only, by feedback, make the Henry Cecil Open weekend better and better every year. Well, thank you for that. And thank you very much for joining me on the paddock and the pavilion. As you say, it's not very often you get a chance to speak to your own namesake on, on a podcast. It's certainly a first for me. And, um, well, it's a first for me as well. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing is, at least we both spell Stephen and Wallace the right way. We're not oh, correct, Scottish, yeah. we're very much so. I, I don't, I, the IS is rule. The ACs can go back north of the border. Oh, we have to be a bit careful on here, but I always like being called Stephen with a PH, so I can emphasise that now on the podcast. And Well, um, I'm, I'm very much a PH too. Yeah. And, um, and, it's been a pleasure, Stephen. And it's not often you get put on the spot when you're on a podcast when the, the actual guest is asking uh, the host questions. So uh, I'll have to... Uh, well, I... Uh, I'm going to be asking it again, Stephen. Uh, it will be fun, uh, although the 90 seconds of the race will be a perverse fun, and afterwards it'll be a sense of achievement. We will, if you do come, I won't give you a 20-runner sprint like I was given. No, I, I need a, 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 a six, six is, runners, I think. There, yeah. Well, there is one funny story. I was, I, was, I, was, I was stitched up, 
And I was given a 20-runner sprint. And I thought, well, how am I going to get around this? And luckily, I was chatting to a trainer who will remain nameless, who had two runners in the race. And he said, look, I'm going to help you here. I've got one horse that only really gets four furlongs, but it's running in the race because it's right for it. But it will go off in front. So there you are. You know what horse to look for at the start. And it will probably blow up at the four furlong pole. Well, once I had that is off in front and got in, somebody gave me, once I heard that, I managed to get someone to persuade me to pay £50 to charity if I got the phrase showing a clean pair of heels into the commentary. Well, I got the, the phrase, uh, whatever the name of the horse was, showing a clean, clean pair of heels for the rest of the field after only half a furlong. I knew I'd made that 50 quid for charity within the first 20 seconds. Um, but it, it, it is a real buzz to commentate. I wouldn't be in the same league as Danny Archer or William Haggis or Charlie Fellows was very good when he did it. Um, I'm so glad I've done it, but I would never want to do it again. No, it uh, sounds certainly a very challenging experience. Well, have a go yourself, Stephen. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you again for joining me on the Paddock and the Pavilion. It's been a pleasure. And, and also saying thank you to everybody who comes to the Henry Cecil Open weekend here in Newmarket next uh, Saturday and Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Paddock and the Pavilion. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and now on Instagram at the Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.